Welcome to Education Portals, a podcast covering the research and development of Portals Academy resources. I'm your host, Dr. Sean Dickers. Today we're talking about teacher licensure. I have a lot of folks that'll ask when they're considering pulling their students out of the government schools to homeschool them or to put them into a co-op or to put them into a micro school. And one of the questions is, do I need to be a licensed teacher? Do I need to have that accreditation? And currently the law says no. And and sometimes I just thank goodness for that. We assume that licensure is a good thing. Yet when the hurdles to jump through for licensure become evil, it's not a good thing. In fact, having that license says or represents an agreement with certain ideas, that's problematic. So in Minnesota, again, we're looking at some of these rule changes. Governor Tim Wall's uh, Professional Educator Licensing Standards Board uh, has now published its new rules for getting licensed in the state of Minnesota. And uh, if you looked at the last podcast, we live in a state where the far left controls the House, the Senate, and the governor's office. And essentially, the teachers' unions are running the show. And they're not checking with other people. They don't have committees and open conversations Uh, despite public opposition to these things, they're passing them through anyways. Um, I'm looking again by an article by Catherine uh, Wigfall published on April 10th, 2023 in the American Experiment. And she goes through kindly looking at these standards and some of the things they include. And I just want to read through these um, to affirm you that teacher licensure does not mean everything you think it means. And, and, And to some degree, What it does do is it confirms that you're on one side of a highly religious worldview, uh, a worldview that requires faith because there isn't evidence to show that these things make you a better teacher. Um, So sometimes a parent that loves kids that has basic reading and writing skills is going to be better than a Minnesota teacher certified teacher specifically because, and here's some examples, standard 2D, quote, The teacher fosters an environment that ensures students' identities, including gender, gender identity, and sexual orientation, are affirmed and incorporated into a learning environment. First of all, as with everything from the far, far left, these are ambiguous terms. They're not terms you use in legal code because I can't prove them in a court of law. So one gender identity today means one thing, but tomorrow it can mean an entirely different thing. So I don't know what gender identity means because it's a fluid term that by their own definition, it's a fluid term that cannot be used in any kind of provable way. What this does is it creates an environment where any kid can accuse any teacher of not fostering an environment for them. And this creates an environment where teachers are then, at least according to standard 2D, a teacher agrees to an idea or has demonstrated that they respond to students telling them how to do things. And it not only has to be affirmed, it has to be incorporated into a learning environment. If I don't show it in my lesson planning, I'm not affirming these things. So this comes becomes something that anyone with a teacher certification in Minnesota uh, post April 2023 has affirmed these ideas. Well, standard 4-H, let's read another one. The teacher demonstrates the ability to create opportunities for students to learn about power, privilege, intersectionality, systemic oppression in the context of various communities and empowers the learners to be agents of social change to promote equity. Now, as a standard, a teacher has to create a portfolio. And I have to show you in my portfolio where I've done these things. 
So if someone has a license or is given a license in Minnesota post-2023, they have demonstrated that they've been able to do this in their lesson planning. The teacher demonstrates the ability. So that, that becomes something where you now know that this teacher ascribes to a religious perspective. Um, systemic oppression is very, very different than individual responsibility. So there is a belief system here and a value system that's being then confirmed. That said, if you're a Christian private school and someone says, I have a Minnesota teacher's license after 2023, I wouldn't hire them because they have at some point complied with these policies and shown that they're at an advocate of these things. Standard 6C, teacher understands the historical foundations of education in Minnesota. Well, fine, that's good. Including laws, policies, and practices, wonderful, that have and continue to create inequitable opportunities, experience, and outcomes for learners. Well, what if, I'm not sure what causes those things. So who gets to decide what history is? What historical foundations? Explain those. Um, what experience? What if outcome for learners has to do with how hard they work and not the color of their skin? What if inequity is, is actually subculture behavior or musical selection? And those are more predictive of a student's academic performance than skin color or than in racial groups or identity groups that you've defined. This is a horrible standard, but a teacher that gets this license has proven that they understand standard 6C. Standard 6F, that a teacher assesses how their biases, perceptions, and academic training may affect their teaching practice and perpetuate oppressive systems. Well, what if I tell a kid to sit down? Is that an oppressive system? What's an oppressive system? It's interesting how vague these terms are and utilizes tools to mitigate their own behavior to disrupt oppressive systems. Again, what are those systems? Who's been oppressed? Boy, if somebody's being treated unfairly under the law, you and I are in total agreement. Let's fix that injustice. Let's do it through legal systems. If Is the oppressive system like Western society? Is it the use of law and reason? Is that the oppressive system? Because that is actually part of the conversation right now. Standard 8C, let's look at this one. A teacher understands how ethnocentrism, Eurocentrism, yes, it absolutely is Judeo-Christian Western civilization that's under attack. Deficit-based teaching and white supremacy undermine pedagogical equity. Pedagogical equity, interesting. Pedagogical is how we teach. The word pedagogy means the process of teaching or the, the tactics and strategies of helping kids to learn. So if I'm a teacher and white supremacies undermined my pedagogical equity, it means that I've accepted and believed that people of different groups or different skin colors should be treated differently in my classroom and given different practices. Well, that's interesting. So to show that I understand these things, can I present an opinion that's biblically centric, that in fact there are no races, that there are people that love God and people that don't? Is it possible for me as a teacher to present an idea to students that whether or not they learn has everything to do with their hard work and their desire to learn? That whether or not they learn has something to do with how many hours they spend reading? Or is that something that would be Eurocentric because I believe reading is important and I believe reason is important and I believe math is important? Um, so these are ideas, understand, every licensed teacher in Minnesota will have to sign on with these things. They'll have to have taken classes in teacher training. They'll have to have proven to that professor that they agree with these ideas. This is entirely groupthink. 
And now it's being coded into legal systems, into requirements for certification, which tells me when somebody says, well, is this an accredited school? I would say, no, thank God it's not an accredited school. In fact, to be a Minnesota accredited school at this point means you've hired these teachers, means these are the ideas you're teaching in the classroom. One more, standard 8D. The teacher understands that knowledge creation, ways of knowing and teaching are social and cultural practices shaped by race and ethnicity. There's no room for a worldview or a religion or a belief system that disregards race as a category that identifies character and identity. What if I say nationality identifies your, your character and your culture more than your race does? Well, that's interesting. But race means the color of your skin. It doesn't mean that you're British or American, which have diverse populations living within their borders, but have distinct cultural practices and identity under law and, 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 and pop culture within those societies. So there is no room for alternative belief systems here. There is only one belief system that's acceptable for a Minnesota teacher to have. This often results in racially disparate advantages and disadvantages. In America, we have long believed that you can reach whatever goal you want to if you work hard enough and you become the best. By standard 8D, every teacher understands and is able to demonstrate it through a portfolio to get their accreditation that that is not the case anymore. That advantages and dis dis disadvantages are for racially disparate groups of people. That your race means more to you about your place in this world than your hard work and your attitude. God only separates people into two groups, the faithful and the unfaithful. Those that love the Lord and those that don't. So I have a religious belief too. I believe God's right. But there's no room for a Minnesota teacher to believe God's right about how people are to be treated, about how people are to be sorted, about how people are to be taught. You only have one worldview in Minnesota as of uh, these policy changes. It's really interesting. There are overarching features to these belief systems. They are absolutely religious belief systems. They absolutely reject the idea of, of um, individual accountability, responsibility, um, humility, honor, um, to be law-abiding, to be good citizens, and they train students in the exact opposite, how to protest against its institutions uh, that, that for no reason other than that, they, that there's a, a false belief that they're systemically oppressive. Uh, so these are interesting processes. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Minnesota schools, but I have a fair bet that Portals is going to grow significantly after they pass these policies. Uh, in, until then, uh, let's keep learning and let's keep our eyes on the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.